The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast. I'm Zeeshan Khan. Uh, football season is almost here. Football season is closely on the horizon. And uh, boy, am I glad that it is back. Uh, NFL has, has already gone through their first three preseason games. And uh, one final tune-up coming up this weekend. And uh, got a lot of podcasts to get into the NFL. And definitely starting with what I would like to make an annual tradition the over-under win totals predictions for all teams in the NFL. And today we're going to start with the NFC. And uh, joining me from the Bay Area in Richmond Heights, California, recurring guest on my podcast, Syed. How are you, buddy? Good. How about yourself? Doing well. Uh, Really looking forward to the upcoming football season. Should be exciting. So uh, uh, we're going to get right into it. Uh, We're going to start off in the NFC West. We're going to start off with the Arizona Cardinals, who last year ended up all the way in the NFC Championship. Had a good season overall, but uh, a really bad ending as they got thumped by the Carolina Panthers and ultimately fell short of returning to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2000, the 2008 season. So their over-under win total is set at 10 games. So what do you think about this one, Syed? Um, I think I would go over here. Last few years, you know, all it's up 11 and 13 wins the past couple of years, and they're returning everybody significant because they don't lose anybody. Um, you know, they have a solid defense. They have uh, a prolific offense as well. So as long as Carson Palmer stays healthy, um, I think in the regular season they're going to drop. Uh, 12 or 13 wins. Okay, definitely. I'm I'm going to have to agree with you. I think uh, this is one of the best teams in the NFC, if not the best team. And uh, ultimately, they fell short of their goal last year. Uh, but I think uh, they're gonna their defense, like you said, is great. Their defensive line, their front seven, is one of the best in the league. Led by Calais Campbell, they have great corners with Patrick Peterson and uh, Tyron Matthews as safety, and David Johnson looks like he's going to be a breakout running back. I think he's going to have a really strong year. So I'm going to go over. I think they're going to be like a 12-13 win team, and they're definitely going to be one of the top two seeds in the NFC, in my opinion. So uh, moving on, we'll move into a team uh, who kind of has a lot of expectations now that they're in a new city. Uh, the Rams uh, moved over to Los Angeles or came back to Los Angeles after a 22-year hiatus, uh, a 22-year stint in St. Louis. So a lot of stuff happened for them this offseason. They traded to get the number one pick. Uh, They selected Jared Goff, the quarterback from Cal, and they have an up-and-coming star running back in Todd Gurley. And obviously the new city, and then they always have a good defensive line, but they always kind of 
tilt at the mediocre level. They have always kind of hover around the 7-8 win range. And that's exactly where their over-under win total is once again this season. Their over-under is set at 7.5. What's your take on this one? Yeah, I think, like you said, they've been uh, mediocre for the last five or six years. Uh, I think four out of the last six years they've gotten seven wins. And then the other two two years, they're, they're below seven. So they've been a team that's been kind of on the brink for a while, and they've the missing piece kind of seemed to be at quarterback. Um, so, you know, they, they drafted what they believe is their franchise quarterback at number one, Jared Goff. But, um, you know, they, they like you said, they have a stud running back in Todd Gurley, but I don't really see them putting it together in the first year and putting up more than seven wins. So for me, I'd go six or seven, and I'd go under. All right, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean... Their offense, I think, is still going to be a little mediocre. I mean, Jeff Fisher doesn't seem like the type of risky type coach to take uh, risks down the field. And I think in today's game, you definitely need some type of strong air game. I think Todd Gurley's going to be great. He's going to hover around probably 1,400, 1,500 rushing yards. He's going to be one of the best running backs in the league. Their front seven is always good. Their linebackers are always pretty good. But I just don't think they have the firepower offensively to kind of match up with the top teams in the NFC. But given that, I'm going to go slightly over. And like Bruce Arian said, they're a team that always goes 8-8. Eight and, eight, and I think they're going to go 8-8 eight eight again this year. I think they'll finish third in the NFC West. So uh, uh, we'll agree to disagree on that one. But uh, we kind of agree for the most part. Uh, moving on to the next team. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers uh, coming off an absolutely horrific season and uh, they're projected to be one of the worst teams in the league again this season they have an over-under set at five and a half wins and uh, absolutely horrific year for them last year as I mentioned offensive line was terrible their star running back Carlos Hyde was out nine games they had a to quarterback switch mid mid season, and they never really gotten anything going offensively. Their defense was probably the worst it's been in five, probably five six years. So, what do you think about this one, side over under five and a half? Yeah, I mean that's difficult to call because I, I do think that the Niners are going to be terrible again. They were five and eleven last year, um, and Colin Kaepernick kind of regressed into. Uh, you know, someone who's going to be out of the league soon if he if he kept, keeps up his play. Um, and, you know, Carlos Hyde kind of flashes potential, but he hasn't. Who knows if he can be a franchise back? They don't have any wide receivers, um, and, and Blaine Gabbert's going to be their starting QB. Um, I think that's pretty much all you need to say. But five and a half is a difficult call. But I'll go under expecting them to get four or five wins. Okay, definitely. Uh, I think, I mean, I think the offense will be better just because of Chip Kelly. I mean, uh, I think he's an offensive guy who likes to take risks. I don't see how their offensive line can be any worse than it was last year, considering that they're not, they're returning Anthony Davis, who took a one year uh, little uh, break from football. I think 
Carlos Hyde will be relatively healthy. He'll play a, probably more games, hopefully, than seven than he did last year. And I think their defense has some young stars, so I think I can't see that being any worse. But given all that, I think there's still going to be a lot of growing pains with this team. And then the quarterback situation is up in the air. I'm going to go over. I think they're a six or seven win team. But, I mean, it's going to be a lot of trouble. So we'll agree to disagree on that one as well. And then we'll move into the next division, which is the NFC North. And we'll start off with the Chicago Bears, who's over-under set at 7.5. This is really a team, I mean, who's had a couple disappointing seasons, has really kind of, in my opinion, gotten away from their identity, which is hard-nosed defense and then kind of a good running game. But, I mean, it seems like now they're kind of going more towards the air game with Jay Cutler and then wide receivers, uh, rookie Kevin White from West Virginia and... uh, their star wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey, who's kind of in, going into his third or fourth year in the league. So, uh, what's you? What do you think about this one, side seven and a half? Um. Yeah, you know it's it's hard to trust Jay Cutler. Um. So, for me, you know, I think Alshon Jeffrey is definitely a beast, and he's a stud, probably one of the top five. Yeah, I'm going to go under on this one as well with uh, Chicago. I'm, I think they're about 6-7 win team. I mean, I think their offense will be relatively good, but I think they're still going to struggle on, struggle on defense and you have two pretty good quarterbacks in that division with uh, Stafford and Rodgers, who I think are just going to light them up. And But anyways, uh, I just realized that <laughs> I made a big mistake. We missed Seattle and the NFC West, so we'll go back to the NFC West and the last team in the NFC West, the Seattle Seahawks. I apologize to all the 12s for that one. My apologies. Seattle Seahawks over-under set at 10.5, and, and this is a team I'm – who kind of uh, regressed a little, but I mean, I don't think that's that big of a deal because <laughs> they didn't regress too much. They ended up losing to the Carolina Panthers in the NFC uh, divisional round. They ultimately uh, fell a little short in that game. I mean, they got off to a bad start and ultimately ended up losing that game 31-24. to But Russell Wilson uh, kind of showed signs of improvement towards the end of the season, even though uh, behind a bad offensive line. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, their star running back, who really uh, kind of carried the offense for the, le- the past like three or four years, who was the focal point of that offense, is now retired. And their defense still looks to be pretty strong. So uh, what do you think about 10.5 size? Do you think too high, too low? Yeah, that's going to be right there. Um, yeah, I'm going to go over and say they're going to get 11 wins. Um, you know, even though Marshawn Lynch retired, I think they have a good, you know, I think they have a good offensive line. They already have a running quarterback to help their, their running game anyway. Um, and I think last year, um, Russell Wilson really got off to a bad There's all the pressure from signing a new deal, but he ended up year really strong. 
and I really see him continuing that. And not only that, um, I think all their defensive players are in camp, like last year to start the year. Um, and as always, I think they're going to have the top three defense in the league, if not the best defense. So um, I have them over at 11 wins. All right, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go slightly under. I think I think they're still going to be very good, but I don't think they're going to go over 10 and a half. I, th- I, I see them as a 10-win team. I think Russell Wilson will continue to improve. But ultimately, I think the running game is going to take a little bit of a dip. I mean, I know Thomas Rawls was good in limited action, but I still see some problems with that offensive line. And then I don't know if I can really expect as much from Doug Baldwin as we saw last year. And uh, Jimmy Graham, their tight end, is kind of still questionable, still coming off an injury. But uh, they're always going to be good on defense, I think, which has kind of been their the identity of their team in their four-year run in the, in, the la- in, the, in the past. So if they always have a good defense, I think they're, they're going to contend, and I think they're going to be a 10-win team, uh, second in the NFC West, and I think they'll be one of the wild cards in the NFC. So that will officially wrap it up for the NFC West. Uh, so once again, sorry to the 12s. And we both uh, went under on the Chicago Bears, the first team in the NFC North. Uh, moving into the second team in the NFC North, the Detroit Lions. Uh, this is always a team who kind of uh, shows flashes here and there. Kind of has like a good year, like every three or four years. But... Uh, you always kind of wonder why they don't take uh, go further further on in the playoffs with all the talent that they have, but they definitely lost a big piece with Hall of Fame wide receiver Calvin Johnson retiring at a very early age, in my opinion, around 29-30. And I think that's going to be a big loss for their QB, Matt, Matthew Stafford. So they have an over-under set at seven wins. Uh, what do you ultimately think for this team, Said? Yeah, I think, you know, Matthew Stafford is such an erratic quarterback. I think his crutch was having Megatron, who really was, I think, the top wide receiver in the game for a good four or five years. Um, He was still one of the top five wide receivers in the league, and I think, you know, if he would have stayed for another three or four years, he would be top three or four all-time wide receiver, if not, like, top two or three. I think they're going to miss him a lot, and I'm going to go under. Okay, definitely. Uh, I think for this team, I mean, to kind of take that rise up, I think they're going to need to get a consistent type running game uh, from Amir Abdullah, their second-year running back out of Nebraska. And then wide receiver-wise, like I said, I mean, Calvin Johnson, old, old reliable, Megatron. Uh, Matthew Stafford could just throw it up there sometimes and he would just go up and get it. I don't think he has that luxury anymore now that his top wide receiver is probably, what, Golden Tate or Anquan Bolden. I think that's a huge drop-off from one of the best receivers, probably one of the 15, 20 best receivers the game has ever seen. So I think Eric Ebron is really going to have an opportunity to step up and make some big plays. And we'll see if he can do that. But uh, defensively, I really like their front seven. I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to give uh, trouble to other quarterbacks in the division like Aaron Rodgers, Jay Cutler, Teddy Bridgewater. 
I'm gonna go, uh, this one's really tough, I mean, but... I'm gonna go, uh, push on this one. I think, uh, they're gonna win exactly, uh, seven games. They're gonna be seven and nine, and... They're gonna show little signs of improvement, but... Ultimately, they're gonna fall short again of the playoffs like they did last year. So, uh... We'll move on into the next team, which is probably the uh, hands-on favorite to win the division and probably one of the favorites to win the NFC. The Green Bay Packers, uh, who also ultimately had a kind of fell short, lost in the divisional round last year to the Arizona Cardinals. And uh, they really missed uh, their top wide receiver, Jordy Nelson, who was pretty much out the whole season last year. And it definitely showed in star quarterback in my opinion the best quarterback in the league Aaron Rodgers definitely showed in his play I mean he had 32 touchdowns to eight picks I mean which are good numbers for most quarterbacks but for him is definitely kind of like mediocre compared to what he's done in the past couple of years so uh they're over under set at 10 and a half wins uh what do you think about this team side yeah I mean uh they were 12 and 4 couple of years ago and 10 and 6 last year despite not having Jordy Nelson like you said um, and Aaron Rodgers is still one of the top quarterbacks in the league but at the same time I think he's overrated I don't think he's the flat out best quarterback in the league um, like you and many other people say so for me um, I'm going to go under uh, I'm going to wait until Jordy Nelson moves that he's back through injury and still a top wide receiver before. And, you know, I'm not a huge believer in Eddie Lacy either. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under. I'm going to say they're going to go nine or ten wins. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have to go over. I think, like I mentioned, this is one of the best teams, in my opinion, probably in the in the conference. I think they're going to win 12 games. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think, is going to be closer to 40 touchdowns this season. I think Jordy Nelson, I mean, is really a huge piece for him. Although he might be a little rusty when he first comes back. And then uh, they signed Jared Cook, uh, kind of been forgotten man, tight end, when he was on St. Louis. But I think he'll be a little better with a better quarterback. And I think Lacey... Uh, We'll see. I mean, I'm always skeptical of him, but uh, reports are that he's uh, gotten in better shape, lost some weight. So, uh, I mean, he, he's still pretty young, 26. And then they always have James Starks, who's kind of a reliable type guy. And then I'm really looking for their second-year wide receiver, Ty Montgomery, to take some leaps. And Randall Cobb is always an excellent slot guy for them. But... Uh, I, uh, the questions I have for this team, I mean, kind of on the defensive end still, I mean, they don't really uh, have kind of the physical play, but given that, I'm still going to go over. I think they're going to be a 12-win team. I think they're going to be one or two seed in the NFC, and I'm going to go over on that one. And then moving on uh, to the last team in the NFC North, a team who ultimately should have won their wild card game last year, if not for a last second uh, chip shot miss field goal by their kicker Blair Wa Blair Walsh against uh, the Seattle Seahawks. A team who kind of improved last year and uh, showed some improvement, but I think they're all 
their uh, kind of season ultimately rests on how their young quarterback Teddy Bridgewater will develop. And uh, they all they always have a reliable running game from Adrian Peterson, one of the best running backs of all time. And their defense is uh, really improving. It was one of the best in the league last year, one of the top ten. And I think it's going to get better. So they have an over-under set at nine and a half wins. Uh, what do you think about this one? Um, like you said, I think that they're a young team. We're on the rise. Um, I'm not a full believer in Teddy Bridgewater just yet. But at the same time, uh, I don't think they ask him to do much. Lean on their defense and uh, Adrian Peterson, who's still one of the top running backs in the game. Um, and just given how weak I think this division is going to be, um, I'm going to go over. I think they're going to be a tenor. I think they're going to be a 10-win team. Do you have them winning the division, or do you have Green Bay winning it? I'm going to pick the Vikings to win it again. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm going to go slightly under. I think uh, they're going to be the second wild card team in the NFC. I think they're going to make the playoffs again. But like you said, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I still don't see much from him through the air. And I think, like I mentioned before, you need kind of a strong air game to be kind of like a one of the top teams in the league. I just don't see see this team having that. But love their front seven. I mean, guys like Sharif Floyd, Everson Griffin. Excellent defensive ends, and uh, I mean good corners as well. And I think their defense is going to be rock solid once again. Blair Walsh, for the most part, except for that one kick last year, is a very good kicker, and I think he'll be good for them. But ultimately, I think I'm going to go slightly under at nine wins, and I think they will be the sixth seed and the second wild card in the NFC. Uh, and with that, we'll move into the NFC South and we'll start off with the Atlanta Falcons who have an over-under set at seven and a half wins uh what do you think about that one yeah that, that one's tough to call Matt Ryan everyone's expected like him to take the next leap forward after his first three years but the last couple years have been really disappointing that's despite having one of the top wide receivers in the game and Julio Jones on his team. Um, f- for me, I'm going to go under here. I think they're going to be a seven-win team this year. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree. I think they're they got a little fortunate last year. I mean, they started off well, but I mean, <laughs> they really tailed off at the in the latter half of the season, and uh, teams are really kind of beating up on them. Uh, Devonta Freeman, I don't, I don't know if he will be as good as he was last year. But, I mean, he's still a young running back, only 25, 24 years old. And they also have Tevin Coleman. And one of the best wide receivers, like you mentioned, in the league, Julio Jones. Uh, but Matt Ryan, I'm, I mean, even though he's been okay, he's been steady. I've never been a buyer on that guy. I mean, he's entering his 10th season in the league. I've never bought this guy. I mean, people have kind of called him an elite quarterback, kind of a semi-borderline elite quarterback, but I've never been a buyer on that guy. 
And I still think their defense is really weak. And I think uh, given the other teams in the division, like New Orleans and Carolina, I think they're really going to beat up that defense and put points on them. So I'm going to go under. I think they're a six-win team. And I think they're going to be... They could possibly be last in the division. I mean, either third or fourth for sure. But uh, we'll agree on that one, and we'll move into the next team in that division, which is the uh, Carolina Panthers, who represented the NFC in the Super Bowl last year and ultimately got beat up in the Super Bowl, even though the game looked like a lot closer than it was. And... Definitely wasn't, weren't able to generate any sort of offense in that Super Bowl. But uh, definitely had an excellent year. They were, I believe, 14-2. and two. And Cam Newton won the MVP and made a lot of improvement. And their defense was rock solid. Uh, they lost probably their best corner, Josh Norman, and one of the best corners in the league. But uh, they're still very really strong on defense with probably the best linebacking duo in the entire league with Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley. And they have a good uh, front four, led by uh, Kawan Short. And they have an over-under set at 10.5 wins. Uh, what do you think about this team, Said? Yeah, I think they're, they're one of the more talented teams in in the league. Their defense, I think, is going to be um, their strength again. Um, I'm, I'm not a huge believer in Cam Newton as an MVP, but... Um, uh, you know, they, they had 15 wins last year, um, and I still think they're one of the top teams. So for me, um, just given how strong their defense is, I'm going to go over. I think they're going to win 12, possibly 13 games. Okay, so do you, do you see them as the one seed in the NFC? Yeah, I think it's gonna it's gonna be between them and Seattle. Okay, definitely that's interesting. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, slightly over. I I think they're gonna be an 11 win team, but I think they're gonna fall sh- just short of that by that bye week. I think Arizona and Green Bay are the teams that are gonna get the bye weeks and the NFC. But definitely, I think Cam Newton I has definitely matured. I still don't think he's probably like a as elite of an a passer of a passer as I would like I think this team still even though as well as he did last year and won the MVP I think the identity of this team is still their defense led by like I said Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis at linebacker and then guys like Charles Johnson Star Latule Kawan Short on their front four and then uh I think their big loss for them uh Josh Norman, but I still think they're going to have a strong defense and they're going to be one of the better teams in the NFC, but I think just just behind Arizona and Green Bay, and they're going to be the three seed in the NFC and I, I think they're going to win 11 games, so with that, we'll move into the third team in the NFC South, which is the New Orleans Saints, uh, kind of a disappointing year for them last year. Uh, their offense is always kind of good with Drew Brees as a quarterback, but he's uh, getting up there in age, and who knows uh, how much more he has left in the tank for them. And their defense has not been very good. I mean, 
teams always go in and put up points on them. It seems like uh, it's a shootout for them every week, no matter who they're playing. Uh, they have an over-under set at seven and a half wins. What do you think about this team, side? Yeah, they've been really disappointing the last couple of years at seven and nine. Um, you know, they have their Hall of Fame quarterback, Drew Brees, but he is getting up there in age. Um, and what used to be kind of the top home field advantage in the league is not so much anymore. Um, you know, it used to be the Saints would just wouldn't lose at home. Um, but, you know, they've just been so disappointing. But, you know, to be honest, for me, I, I could see that... <coughs> It's hard to call this one, but I could see them going eight-win. All right, definitely. Uh, I'm going to exactly agree with that one. I think they're an eight-win team. They're probably the second-best team in the division, but not good enough to make the playoffs. I mean, they're gonna definitely going to score points, like I mentioned. But I think Drew Brees kind of struggles on the road uh, away from the Dome-type stadium and the in New Orleans, I think he kind of struggles outdoors. And the numbers, I think, kind of bear that out. And Mark Ingram, I mean, kind of a fringe, uh, kind of borderline running back. I mean, not really there yet. And C.J. Spiller, you you kind of don't know what you're going to get from him. But like I said, um, the big problem I have with this team is their defense. I mean, not really but anybody on their defense that really uh, – kind of opens your eyes or kind of makes any like kind of crazy plays so I'm going to go probably slightly over but just at 8-8 eight and eight, just 500 and I think they're going to miss out on the playoffs but be the second best team in the NFC South so that'll take us to the last team in the NFC South uh, another young team uh led by their young quarterback, Jameis Winston, and kind of a young wide receivers, Mike Evans. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have an over-under set at seven and a half wins. What do you ultimately see uh, for the 2016 season for this team, Saeed? Um, You know, I think Jameis Winston really showed a lot of promise in his rookie year. Um really outperformed expectations I think and I could see them getting the seven wins um, so I'm going to go but I don't think they'll get more than that so I'm going to go under okay definitely uh, yeah I think Jameis Winston again will show some growth I mean, I don't like his some of his decision making especially kind of in uh, big spots late in games and I I do like uh, Mike Evans. I think he's a very good receiver. I think he's primed to be one of the better receivers kind of going forward in the future. But other than that, uh, not really much. They kind of have some uh, good uh, kind of up-and-coming stars on defense with uh, Gerald McCoy, their defensive tackle. And they have some uh, good corners, Altron Werner from UCLA. But ultimately, I think it's going to be another disappointing season for Tampa I think they're gonna finish probably in my opinion uh, I would have to say 
last in the division. Probably five or six wins, in my opinion. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go under in the seven and a half. And uh, with that, uh, that'll take us to the last division in the NFC, which is the NFC East. And we're going to start off with a very uh, polarizing team, whether they're... <laughs> They're terrible or they're really good. They're always uh, creating headlines and uh, some say they're America's team, but that'll be that that'll be left for debate. But they they've definitely been dealt a big blow in their preseason, losing their star quarterback Tony Romo to a, a back injury. It looks like he's going to be out probably about six to ten weeks. Initial reports, but uh, we don't know a fully exact timetable yet. They originally had an over-under set at nine wins, but I think with the injury of Tony Romo, I think that's more at like seven wins now. So we'll start off with the nine-win size. What do you think about the nine-win over-under for the Cowboys? Yeah, I think um, just if Tony Romo is going to be out ten weeks, there is no way that they, they reach nine wins. We saw what happened last year. They were one of the worst teams in the league, especially with Tony Romo out. Um, so without him, I don't see them winning more than five games. He's out in Okay. Uh, definitely. Uh, with Tony Romo I, healthy, I would pick this team, I mean, probably to win the division. Probably at like around like 10 wins. But <laughs> without him, I mean, like you mentioned, I mean, they're a very mediocre team. I mean, if that, I mean, that's kind of a complimenting them kind of uh giving them a little bit too much credit i think tony romo although people uh i think people don't give him enough respect i think he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league kind of a semi-elite i mean kind of on the borderline of that i think he's really a really good quarterback uh but ultimately they do have a great offensive line and without him they're going to depend solely on rookie running back ezekiel elliott and although I think he will have a good year, I just don't think, I just don't see it for this team. I don't think they have enough on offense without Tony Romo. I think he kind of uh, makes a lot happen for them. So with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that he's, he has a pretty significant injury and he's gonna miss some significant time. So I think they're gonna win about six or seven win, six or seven games, and I think they're gonna be probably third or fourth in that division once again unfortunately sorry cowboys fans but uh we'll both agree on that one and we'll move into the second team in the nfc east which is the uh new york giants your football giants Syed. so they had an awful year last year they ultimately could have had a better year than they ultimately did they blew a lot of leads late in the fourth quarter and they had awful defense and not really much of a running game but Eli uh kind of cut down on the interceptions last year and I think he's uh in in store for another good year so what do you think about your football giants over under set at eight wins yeah it's hard to say you know I think NFC East is probably the hardest division to the forecast, kind of like last year. Um, you know, Tom Coughlin is gone, their longtime coach. Uh, they got a new guy in there, Bob McAdoo, and 
But I think, you know, if Odell Beckham stays healthy and Eli stays healthy, yeah, they're my favorite team, but it's still hard to see them winning nine or ten games. So for me, I'm, I'm going to say push at eight games. Okay, definitely. Uh, uh, with the news of Tony Romo, I'm. This has got to be my my favorite, in my opinion, to win the NFC East. I mean, I know you like you mentioned the NFC East is always like kind of an un- unexpected winner, pretty much like every year, right? But I think <laughs> I think their offensive line. I mean, can't be as bad as it was last year. I I think their defense is going to be much better than it was last year. Odell Beckham will be good, I think. And I think they signed Dwayne Harris. I think he'll be good. Uh, Shane Vereen uh, kind of coming off an injury, but I think Eli will be good, I mean, through the air. And like I said, even though they're losing Tom Coughlin, who was one of the better coaches in the league, I just think uh, that Tony Romo injury really opened the door up for them. And I'm going to go... Probably, I'm going to have to go over for sure. Probably a 9 or 10 win team, and I think they're going to be, they're going to lock up the last uh, divisional spot in the NFC. They're going to be the four seed, in my opinion, and I think they're going to win the NFC East. And with that, we'll move into the Philadelphia Eagles, who fired their head coach, Chip Kelly, and hired Doug Peterson from the offensive coordinator from Kansas City and they ultimately traded for the second pick in the NFL draft and they selected Carson Wentz from North Dakota State Division 3 quarterback and uh, a lot of question marks for this team as well I mean who do they go with at quarterback Sam Bradford or do they just hand it over to Carson Wentz their rookie quarterback they have an over under set at 6.5 wins so what do you ultimately see for this uh, this team side. Uh, just given the uncertainty at quarterback, you know, we don't trust Sam Bradford, and Carson Wentz is a rookie quarterback. And you know, given that there's going to be a new head coach in place, new system in place, uh, for me, I'm going to go under a six and a half win. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely going to have to agree with you on that one. I mean, I think uh, this is a team that uh, I think is going to have a kind of a questionable year again. Is going to be in for a lot of growing pains. I think eventually uh, Sam Bradford, I think, is too injury prone for my t- my liking. I kind of had a lot of hopes for him coming out from college, but ultimately he's never proven to be consistent in any sort of fashion. And ultimately, I think uh, they're downgrading on the coaching side, going from Chip Kelly to Doug Peterson, even though Doug Peterson kind of uh, has been notorious for being a good offensive mind. I don't think he's as good of an offensive mind as Chip Kelly. Uh, they have their old reliable and tight end in Brent Selleck and kind of up-and-coming tight end in Zach Ertz. But ultimately, I think the right decision for this team is to in my opinion, would be just hand it over to Carson Wentz, let him experiment a little, let him go through those growing pains and kind of figure it out and then kind of build for the future. So I'm going to go under, I think, a five or six win team and probably uh, competing with the Cowboys, in my opinion, for that last seed 
in the NFC East. So with that, uh, that'll take us to the last team in the NFC and the last team in the NFC East, which is the Washington Redskins, the reigning NFC East champions, who ultimately uh, had a disappointing loss against the Green Bay Packers in the NFC wildcard round last year. They started off really good in that game, kind of jumping out on Green Bay, but Aaron Rodgers and their Green Bay offense proved to be too much for them and kind of ran away with that game. So uh, Redskins uh, over-under set at 7.5. Do you see this team ultimately competing with the Giants atop the division? What do you think, Syed? Um, Yeah, I think so. For me, to be honest, I would expect them to repeat as division winners. Um, you know, their their quarterback came out of nowhere last year uh, to put up kind of a career year, but I don't think you know he he played out of his line. I think he played above average, and I think they're going to get that same type of performance this year. And you know, they added Josh Norman on defense as well. Um, yeah. Some young players on offense like Jordan Reed, uh, Matt Jones at running back, and a couple other players as well. Um, so for me, I see them as the nine or ten win team, and I see them taking the division. Okay, definitely. I definitely think they're going to compete with the Giants for the division. But like I said, I think this division after the Tony Romo news is the Giants to lose. I'm going to go. Uh, slightly over for the Redskins. I, I think I see them as the eight-win team, but I think they're going to fall just short of the playoffs and that division title, which would probably be, in my opinion, their only way into the playoffs, kind of like it was last year. Uh, Kirk Cousins. I mean, I'm not too big on the guy. Uh, he's kind of a steady quarterback, but he's not really like super explosive through the air. So uh, he'll give you some flashes here and there, but Ultimately, I think Deshaun Jackson, their deep threat, kind of needs a better guy that can get the ball for him down the field. Pierre Garçon, kind of a steady wide receiver. Uh, Rookie wide receiver for them, Josh Doxson. I actually really like him, but I think he's going to take some time to grow. And uh, Matt Jones looks kind of, to me, kind of to be the focal point of the offense. But I really love Josh Norman. I think he's one of the top two, three corners in the league. I think that's really going to bolster their defense and really help them out. But like I said, I see them as an eight-win team, nine wins at best if everything kind of falls their way. And I think they're going to fall short of the playoffs and they're going to ultimately be second in the NFC East. So uh, with that side, I know we kind of went over the win totals for every team. Uh, Kind of uh, just go over your predictions for – the playoff teams and kind of go in order from one through six? Um, sure. Uh, I see, I think Carolina and Seattle are going to duke it out for the, the one and two spot. I think they'll, they'll get the buys. Um, I think Minnesota is going to win their division. Um, And then Washington, you have number four, obviously, right? Yep, and then Washington's going to be in there. And then what? Arizona. who are your two wild cards? Arizona and Green Bay. Okay, definitely. 
Okay, I mean, I kind of have it a little uh, switched in that. I think Arizona and Green Bay are going to be battling for the one and two seed. I think the reemergence of Jordy Nelson, I think that's going to be a big, uh, big uh, kind of a readdition to the Packers. And I think Arizona, I think, is going to be just as good as they were last year. I think Arizona ultimately will come away with that number one seed, probably with about like 13 wins. I think Green Bay will be number two probably around like 12 wins Carolina definitely locked in for me at number 3 with 11 wins I think uh, the Giants will be number 4 seed with probably 9 or 10 wins and I think uh, definitely then I see Seattle probably at number 5 as the first wild card probably at uh, 10 wins 9 or 10 and then uh, Minnesota probably right behind them with nine or ten wins as well so with that uh do you think uh anybody from the nfc is a favorite to win the mvp award um cam newton aaron Rodgers, russell wilson possibly i think those three definitely and i think you know if he stays healthy carson palmer i think has a shot They'll be candidates, especially given that Tom Brady's going to miss the first four weeks here. And also, I'll also throw in Adrian Peterson. Vikings have a big year, and he does too. So I think there's definitely a bunch of candidates in the NFC. I think overall it's stronger than they have. Okay. Yeah, I'd probably agree on that. Uh, but uh, with that... Uh pleasure having you on site thank you for coming on uh look forward to definitely having you on throughout the nfl season for uh scorching six picks and uh friday football frenzy so once again thank you for coming on all right thanks for having me all right everybody thank you for listening i'll be back tomorrow night for the over-unders for the afc and uh, look forward to talking football throughout the entire season thank you